this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. It is Wednesday night, and you know what that means, Survivor fans. Every person on every tribe is looking for an idol. Immunity Challenge brings out characteristics of other places players and we say goodbye to another survivor or do we season 38 episode 2 survivor edge of extinction coming up don't click away you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz <laughs> that was a Veronica just said, no, 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 no. don't start the show. That was a Veronica she was like, ha, 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 ha. What's the Survivor fans? Clearly, we are very excited to get started. I'm not ready, honestly. That was so fantastic. We should have a blooper scene of everything that happens before the cameras actually start rolling. Just, I just think it's so funny. I don't know where my head is right now. You guys, it is Wednesday night. That means we get to talk yeah. Survivor. It's the best night of the week. Literally the best night of the week. Who, who cares about Fridays and Saturdays? Nice. We've got Wednesday nights. That's right. Survivor. Mm, Survivor. Um, oh, Survivor season thirty-eight, episode two. We're only two episodes in, and then there's so much happening. You guys, I am joined by a beautiful panel: Veronica Valencia, Mike Thieling. Thank you guys for joining me today. Thank Aww. you, Tim. I'm so excited. You're to be welcome, here. <laughs> Timothy Michael. <laughs> um, what were your overall thoughts on the episode, you guys? Okay, I know. Last week, I was very meh on the. You really were. I, I really was. With you. I have my I had my reasons, y'all. <laughs> I think this episode was better. I do like that we kind of get to see a little bit of the journey for the people who do choose to go to Extinction Island. I like how that's how we started. Mm-hmm. And there's just I don't know. There's so much going on with these veteran players that I'm like, hmm. I'm still iffy on it, but I'm really liking how the game is already in full force. Yes. I I love the episode. I you know Paige is still not with us yet, but I texted her the other day, and she asked me how it was going, and I said, look, a bad episode of Survivor is still the best episode of TV that's out, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> so point. It's, it's great. That's a good point. Um, I love this episode. 
I got some real specific gripes with some stuff. More of Mike's patented survivor tips. <laughs> Here we go. People oh, are doing God. stuff wrong, of course, <laughs> but we're going to get into it. But overall, it's awesome, of course. Yeah, I generally like the episode as well. I like the juxtaposition between like one tribe is going through it, the other tribe is not going through it, and then both tribes simultaneously are going right? through it. Uh, I really am excited to talk about all of that. We are excited for everybody that is in the live chat. We've got Mike on the live chat, so maybe we'll do some shout outs later on. We want to see your comments, you guys. So thank you for joining us tonight. Um, let's dive into it. So like Veronica said, we open up the episode with Reem on the edge of, ex- I call it edge of extinction island. <laughs> I don't know. think I'm calling it. You're at the edge of extinction. Edge of extinction, I guess, yeah. Edge of extinction island. And she's going through it, you guys. Yeah, she is. What do you, What are your thoughts? I mean, she literally is very alone. She has to fend for herself. She has to, she doesn't have anything. She doesn't have shelter. She doesn't have food, which was kind of what I theorized originally was that this was going to be tough. They were going to literally be put to their, um, to their breaking point, Mm -hmm. essentially. Do I, I don't know, maybe it's the loneliness that I think is getting to her so quickly, because it's only technically maybe been four days at this point. (laughs) It's not been a day. She so she got. I hate this. I hate this so much. I was so disappointed in her. You can't Rise understand. Number one from Mike. I'm so disappointed in Reem because when Reem got voted off, I was like, "Yup, she's good because she's super strong woman. She's gonna crush Extinction Island." She got voted off on day three. We interview her like day four, and she's breaking down like crazy. Look, Extinction Island means one. You're all alone. That's lonely. Okay, I get it. But more importantly, you are not voted off. You don't have to mess with any challenges. You don't have the odds of getting voted off. All you can do is sit, strategize, like build yourself up, take it easy, and just kind of even acclimate in a more easy situation because mm-hmm. there's no drama. There's nothing coming after you. Yeah. She should be on cloud nine that she's not out of the game. This is the first time sure. in 38 seasons she's actually got a shot. I I guess except redemption. But for most part, right? Like, this is a big deal. I three quarters of the way agree with you. I think that you're making some very valid points. But one of the points that you're bringing up is loneliness. And I feel like when you're on an island and you're all by yourself. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Self, I think the psychological, I don't want to say trauma because it's a very dramatic word, but I'm going to use it anyway. The psychological trauma that you go through by being a by yourself on an island after you just got voted off. There's so many things. Paranoia is starting to set in. You have nobody to talk to. It's and it's only natural for you to just go over things in your head. And she does on the island. She's like, why did I get voted off? What, what could I have done differently? It's like all of these regrets that she has. But I do agree with you. You're still in the game. So pull up your bootstraps, girl. Let's get, let's get to strategizing. Uh, it, was a, sorry. it was a complete 180 how strong she came off in defending herself in tribal council and then immediately feeling, you know, very sad and lonely and just mm-hmm. down on herself when we saw her in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, and I'm going to counter that. One... 
maybe this is pulling the curtain back a little bit too much, but she's not alone. There's cameramen around constantly. Okay? I mean, These technically. Not, see, so, I was thinking that, but I didn't say <laughs> it. Yes, she can't hang out with them or, or really converse or whatever, but there's other people around. So it's not like she's in the middle of the Sahara with no water and can't do anything, okay? So I'm just saying that, okay? And plus, it's still the first day. Maybe it's because I'm an only child. I'm cool with being alone for long periods. That's not a big deal to me. It's the first day. You should still have this adrenaline rush of being on Survivor yeah. anyway. I'd be like, I'm not off. Like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. let's go. I'm going to build the shelter I want. I'm going to eat all the food I can. I, I don't know. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. No, yeah, I think you're right. Also, she just literally just has to sit there and, you know, yeah. survive the days. She doesn't have to do any of the challenges. Well, we said she should be, like, doing push-ups and just yeah. come back jacked and, like, ready to, <laughs> yeah. like, kill In someone. 30 days, she's yeah. gonna be jacked. Um, I'm excited to see where they go with Reem. I'm excited to see what happens. She also <laughs> says it, um... When she's on the when they show her in the beginning of the episode, she says there's no specific timeline on how long she's going to be there. So that's another toll mm-hmm. that that's taking on her. This yeah. uncertainty of how long am I going to be here by myself? Piggybacking off of that, yeah, there's no certainty or timeline of how long she's going to be on this island. How long before they kind of expose this uh, item of extension island? And people in the chat are actually talking about that. Jasmine Wright is curious. You know, are they all going to end up on the same island? Or Ryan in the chat is also saying like what if it's another what if, survivor it's another tribal if, council on the other island what if, now well, yeah what if they're like stranded on different islands or different parts of the same island and they're not a, aware that other people are also back in the game because we didn't see at the end of this episode <laughs> what happened wait could yeah, you imagine <laughs> like could you imagine everybody getting to Edge of Extinction Island this is still what I'm calling it you guys get used to it and like there's enough Yo-y. people so then they start having their second tribals and that's when you really get voted off the island. Could that you imagine? Totally could be. Or it could be like you and I talked about before we started watching and that's just it. We're gonna be doing the live reunion and Rima's still gonna be on wondering when she gets to come back. By that time she's like, it's like oh it's 120 days I've been that, on the yeah. island. By that time she's pulling like a Tom Hanks and Castaway. She's oh, talking to a volleyball oh, like she's probably a coconut. Wilson. Yeah she's oh, just man, gone. Guys. Like mentally she's gone. Uh, let's <laughs> Get into uh, what's going on back at the camps and the tribes. You're so, just cracking up. It's messed up, but <laughs> Mike thinks he's the funniest person in the world, you guys, and I'm here. I for am it. in here. Um, so Manu is going through it, you guys. They yeah. are going through some drama. Like Wendy's upset that Reem got voted out. Kelly is mad that her name got written down. Um, and they're worried that Wendy is going to go out and try to find an idol. Very smart thought. I mean, sure. Yeah, of course. She's on the bottom. Thought. She should yeah. do it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly thinks that it's a good idea for everybody to go out together and look for an idol so that Wendy doesn't get it. Dumb. That's a rare thing. Agreed. An overall dumb. idol hunt. Oh. I thought Ooh. it was dumb. Why? Just because the idea of, oh, we're all going to go out and look for this idol. It doesn't matter who has it. We're all going to go out and look for this idol together so that Wendy just doesn't have it. But that's very dangerous because then the person who does find it is going to become a target in the long run. And it's just going to cause a lot more drama because then we see how quickly this game changes. It's going to be, oh, we don't want Wendy to have the idol. But say, for example, like Kelly found the idol. She didn't. But say, for example, she did. You know, not only is she going to be a target, but now so easily because people know that she has it. They'd be like, well, let's flush it out now. Yeah. I I feel like we've never seen the game at this size with this many people 
do a target like this. Like, there's no way Wendy can have the idol. Let's make sure she doesn't. I mean, maybe after the merge and they've been trying to get the same person out for four weeks in a row or something like that. But there's so many people left. There's a lot of really good comments I'd like to shout out really quick about Extinction Island. Sorry, excuse me, Edge of Extinction Island. Edge of Extinction Island. <laughs> um, get it right, Mike. Yeah, no, I got it, I got it. So, Ryan D., I think giving the second chance option this early is a mistake because most of the first people voted out are forgettable. Wait till the merge. And then people are asking, that's a good point. What if they get medevaced? Sheena asks, do they still get to go to Edge of Extinction Island? What if, what, are they going to do that after the merge? Is EOE Island still going to be in effect? So, good stuff. I mean, we don't know. Very- it's exciting to see what they do with it. Yeah. yeah. Because eventually, there has to be some end game to it. Yes. In Redemption, I believe it was four people and then fought back? It, I can't remember. It depends. Sometimes it was like a two a two person battle, then sometimes it was a three person battle. Okay. Yeah. So but it, be that as it may, it's it's smaller in numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's probably gonna come to a head sooner than later. Yeah. Back to looking for idols, because that's what everybody on my mm-hmm. is doing. Um, I find it interesting when they go out as a group to find it because what if one person finds it and the other person sees you find it then technically if you went out together to find it who does it technically belong to because we both were looking for it that's constant it's weird to me so it's when weird. it's when it's like when I, I I get Kelly was like let's all go out and look for it. It's a smart idea just to just to I feel like the devil you know is the better the better than the devil you don't. So knowing where the idol is, no matter who has it, is better than not knowing who has it or where it is at all. But at the same time, I am always conflicted with that. Where I'm like, okay, well if you're in a group and one person finds it, who does it technically belong to? I mean, we the saw last season. Multiple, they had multiple powers and they kind of shared with each other. But in this case, if literally it's everybody versus Wendy, how do you share an idol right. amongst eight people, whatever it is? It's insane. Exactly. I just, yeah, I thought it was just a dumb move because that's just going to cause so much drama. Yeah. But then Kelly started it. So where do you go from there? If yeah. she's like, let's all go search for the idol, and people are like, nah, that's okay, then. Other people are still going to search for it, but then those people are also going to search for it, knowing that the first people are going to search. It's, it's also, really tangled up. Yeah. It's also one of those things, too, is, oh, we're all going to go search for it, but let's say I find it. I'm not going to tell them that I find that I found it. Right. If they don't see that you found it, I wouldn't say that I found it either. Yeah. Of course not. Why but not? someone's going to. Of course. And then this is when the war starts, because like I said, Wendy is upset about Reem, so she blames Kelly for that. Right. And Kelly just logically assumes that because Wendy got votes that she's the easiest player to target next. So then there becomes this war, quote-unquote. The title of the episode is One of Us is Going to Win the War, famously said by Kelly in the episode. And I don't think that that is much of a war. I mean, it's a very, it's a, it's a slight feud, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a war, you guys. It's, it's day the fourth four. day. Relax, everybody. <laughs> day five, Relax. Like, get her. <laughs> so then on the other hand, we've got the tribe of Kama. And they're relaxed. They're pra- practicing choreography. They're yeah. doing kumbaya. They're having a great wow, old time. They're having man. a great old time. They win their first challenge. Everything's great. Cardigan Ron is throwing it down. <laughs> I, was like... like, I was about to say, I feel like Mike would have the same opinions as Aubrey. Mm. In terms of... And wanting this, to go to tribal first? Not necessarily wanting to go to tribal first, but like not liking the whole happy, good morale, kumbaya. The happy... Okay, so the happy kumbaya is fake, right? It's false. Because you all know you have to kick each other off to right. win. So 
as long as you have a healthy skepticism and I think keep aware of what's going on, then high morale is huge. It definitely helps you win challenges. It makes camp life a lot easier when you are lonely and missing family or whatever. So it's definitely important, but you've got to be watching your back. This this kind of stuff ends the first time they go to tribal council, right? And yeah. Somebody yeah. gets yeah. slit. Yeah. So, yeah. But then just to play devil's advocate, we talked about it last episode when uh, Keith and Reem and uh, I believe it was Wendy were swimming in the ocean and we talked about how, you know, you're in this game 24-7. You have to be on your toes 24-7. Sure. But at the same time, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and you're on an island, and it's a beautiful island. You kind of have to enjoy the moment and the, the, the chance that you're getting right now. And I feel like them just, you know, being happy and, and, and just, you know, enjoying the moment isn't necessarily a fake thing. I think it's just them enjoying where they are in the moment. And I don't think that there's nothing, there's anything specifically wrong with yeah, it. Man, yeah, fake's probably a wrong, it's probably a wrong word yeah. that I use. They're not, not fake. I think they're genuinely happy and I think the morale is good and that's fantastic. But I guess be more realistic on keeping in check and being realistic about what's going on. Yes. That's it. Agreed. Well, mm-hmm. Aubrey's definitely doing that. Well, yeah. I was, well, I just want to say I do agree with Mike in the sense that Oh. oh, shocking, Veronica. We need like the more you know. Sounded. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think we need more of like a CNN, yeah. like breaking news kind of thing. <laughs> like a that. shock. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yes. it's just like yeah, you can definitely have this good morale because it does help you win challenges. It does help you keep the peace on what is a very stressful game. But stay aware. Yes. Always stay aware. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Aubrey is just one of those people that's constantly staying aware, and she. I feel like is shooting herself in the foot at this point because she's trying to play her social game, but she's playing the same social game to everybody on her tribe. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's coming off as um, on uh, inauthentic. Completely. Mm-hmm. It's very rough as soon as any of those people you talk to talk to each other. Yes. It's like, well, Aubrey said I she I remind her of her, and wow, we just have... A, it's like, she said the same thing to me. So right. that's instant mm-hmm. credibility loss. And it's such a... I feel like it's such a naive move because why wouldn't you want to have genuine connections? Why would I go to you, Veronica, and say the same dialogue to you and then go to you, Mike, and say the same dialogue to you when it's not necessary? I could easily be like, oh, I love your hair. We've lived here together, blah, blah, blah. And I can go to Mike and be like, we have the same sports team that we like, blah, 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 blah. Like, there's different things that you can connect to with people. Easily. So it's just a weird move for her to be like, oh, I'm going to keep an open dialogue and I see myself in you to every single person. Right. It's like when Lady Gaga was up for the Oscar <laughs> and she went to every single interview and was like, oh, there's 100 people in a room and all it takes is one person to believe in you. She said it every single time. Yeah. And she got so much slack for it. I still think it's hilarious. <laughs> but I, that's what I saw in Aubrey tonight. And I was like, it's not necessary. It's nice cookie cutter it's not, yeah. talks. No. Yeah, and Aubrey's way smarter than that. And they, that that's why I'm a little mad about it because I'm like, you're way smarter than this. Way mm-hmm. smarter, and it's it's putting a target on her back right away because the people are talking. Yeah. She already probably was a target too. So of course. So she is a veteran. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so making inauthentic relationships does not help. Uh, agreed. So back at Manu, while everybody's looking for idols, um, I want to talk about David and Rick, because these guys are becoming chums. Big time. Yeah, totally. And Veronica, you pointed out earlier about, you know, Kelly's idea to, you know, look for the idol and, like, what if she finds it or then they have to flush it out. Rick thinks that, you know, maybe Kelly's, you know, whole idea of going to look for the idol is just a cover and maybe she already has it. And I thought that was a pretty logical thought. I was like, that's actually pretty smart, Rick. Yeah. That's deep. That's right. I, I love that is, the gameplay. Yes. I, if that 
would be amazing strategy on Kelly's part. I don't know if she's quite that strategic. <laughs> I, I mean, like her, but I don't know. But that would be an amazingly awesome move to go for it. Yeah. Right. I, and we've seen it in the past. Right, exactly. And David is completely on to Kelly, which is why him and Rick are completely bonded right when Rick says that. Because mm-hmm. now David's like, well, Kelly, and it's a fair assessment, Kelly would get him out in a second if oh, she yeah. had the chance. Because oh, she's yeah. smart and returning players are threats. So David wants to turn the table on Kelly instead first and that's where their feud comes in. Now, I feel like a feud between Kelly and David is a lot more intense than a feud between Kelly and Wendy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was... Really because they're both strong players, and they have really great reasons to get each other out. Exactly. I don't know if you're going to go into this, so yeah. I'm just going to toss it out to you guys, because I wondered. How do you feel about, in general, with seasons like this, mm-hmm. all of the new people immediately jumping on veterans and... I personally hate this excuse, well, they had their chance already, so they don't deserve it again. It's like, well, hang on. The show cast them, okay? At least in this season, they're not winners. And there's not some weird survival rule that you're not allowed to come back on yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, that's just silly to I, me. I think, it's, I think it's silly, but this was kind of the issue that I had that I brought up last week is that I like all new people seasons or all veteran seasons or even something like fans versus favorites where there was a balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's with this one, there's literally four veterans <laughs> right. and fourteen yeah. new people. And so it just feels very unbalanced, very odd. And so of course they're gonna be the targets. And I don't know, like and it again, it might get just it depends on the player. Some people could be like, I wanna keep them around get them out right before the merch because they'll help me win challenges. Right. They'll help me with camp life. And then other people are like, get them out right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's just a weird thing. And I'm just so weird about like ha- like quarter veteran yeah. seasons. I honestly think it's a BS excuse. And it sounds a little whiny when when contestants are sitting there going, you know, they've already had their chance. Why are they here? Back? It just sounds so whiny to me. And I'm like, if you're going to beat and win Survivor... You could sit there at the end and go, I beat these four players who Mm -hmm. returned, and it's like ultimate bragging rights. And as a Survivor fan, why wouldn't you want to go against the best? You know what I mean? Well, at the end of the day, you're not going to be any less sad if you lose to a returning veteran or some random Mm -hmm. new person. You either still lost or you still won. It's irrelevant. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So, yeah, I don't know how... I mean, I just feel like it's a little, like I said, whiny. I think it's a whiny excuse, and I feel like they should just suck it up and and use their people to how they want to use them. I'm down mm-hmm. with the David versus Kelly thing though. Oh yeah. Because I, do like I that. think they're completely different players and I I'm a David player, I'm an Aubrey player. I like the cerebral stuff, the nerdy mm-hmm. stuff. I think that David going against Kelly is going to be able, excuse me, I'm tongue tied. David is going to be able to easily integrate himself into a lot of the newbies by specifically going against Kelly. And I think it's a great move. Oh, it's very smart. Very smart. Um, I think that David versus Kelly would be an amazing, like I said, feud. It's more of a feud than Kelly and Wendy. But it also brings us into that whole man versus woman thing on Survivor. And they touched on it. But before we get into that... Yeah, I just want to say, everyone, before we get on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. But for us to continue to grow, we need your help. If you're on YouTube right now, right this second, give us a thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. The other four don't work. Don't bother (laughs) with it at all. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz has meant, obviously, so much to all of us. And we truly appreciate you supporting us in doing what we 
love. Don't forget to tell your friends. And I even ask you to share this content because, you know, your friends might like what you like. And that also really helps us get our content out as well. So tell your friends, share, and keep enjoying our shows. You guys, we love you. We do this show for you. My aunt, who's a huge fan of Survivor. Yes. Recently started watching our show. I think she's watching tonight. So, hi, TP. Um, She might be watching tonight uh, live. If not, she'll probably watch it later. But it's really interesting how when you share something, it really reaches a lot of people. Because she was like, I have nobody to talk about this with. And it's great that now she has a a community where she can talk to people about this. So, we love you guys. We do this show for you. So, thank you for tuning in. I love seeing just the chatter going on in our live chat of everyone coming up with these great ideas and talking with each other. It's just amazing to see and be able to talk about something you love with people who understand it. Exactly. Sheena wants me to go on a season and play with Philip Shepard. I don't know I don't know (laughs) if I could ally nah with Philip. I don't know. Oh. He's a wackadoo. <laughs> just the pink underwear would just be out immediately. I do not have a matching pair. Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. He's an interesting guy. Maybe I have to you feel it just, out. I have to maybe feel you it could out. just wear like white underwear and you guys could have like complimentary colors. <laughs> right. I feel like is that, that's like candy. Isn't it like Smarties or something? I don't know. Mike I and Ike is of, white and pink know. or something? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, Sheena, that's not a bad thought. I think that Mike should be in tidy whities and with Philip and they could wear tidy whities and pink Speaking underwear Speaking of tidy whities, this is just completely <laughs> random. <laughs> Speaking of tidy whities, I always find it so weird how it's like in previous seasons of Survivor, the contestants got to start off with swimsuits. But now in all later seasons, it's like they start off in their underwears and their bras and then they move to swimsuits. (laughs) Agreed. I'm just like... They in can, previous seasons, know. Richard Hatch was naked the entire yes. They made yes. clothes out of, like, banana leaves. These people are at Club Med yeah. compared to season one and two. There's a lot of underwear going on in this yeah. season. Or the last couple of seasons. So I touched on, before we did the, our live read, David versus Kelly, men versus women. And Julie notices that men are looking for idols more than the women. Mm-hmm. And there is this, this ongoing trend where men do find more hidden immunity idols than the women. Mm-hmm. And do we think, like Julie points out, it's because they're actually looking for them and what frustrated me about this conversation was that Julie is sitting here going well why aren't we looking for them and yet instead of going to look yeah. for them she's, all you're doing is sitting there she's talking just complaining why about aren't it? you yeah. looking for them I was so confused the, uh, to make a gross generalization mm-hmm. women alliances have had a bad run in Survivor like, no it's true <laughs> they've had a bad run in Survivor yeah. do you remember way back I don't remember the number Veronica's gonna remember for me <laughs> When it was all women and down to all women and Chris, and Chris, and they still didn't get Chris out. Yep. Like Chris still made it for some reason. All women alliances do really poorly. Yes, here they're complaining in what could be a strong all women alliance while all the guys are off searching, but they're not organizing. They're like complaining about it. Yeah. There's zero excuses. It's season thirty-eight. Yep. Go find the idol. It's there. But to to kind of like put like I don't even know to dispute that we look at you know Lauren on Manu and she goes and finds the idol so good for her, good for of her course, yeah. it's completely women find idols all the time it's absolutely possible it's your own problem if you're not searching right off yeah. the bat Agreed. and good for her too and she yeah. notices and she sees that she's probably Kelly's closest ally yes. she loves working with Kelly but good on her that mm-hmm. she is keeping it to herself yep. yes let's please see keep she, it to yourself yeah, let's see I was gonna say if she shares this with Kelly I don't think that she should. Let's get into the immunity challenge very quickly. Sorry, can I just bring up one quick yes. point? I I brought up last season how I liked that the hidden immu- hidden immunity idols looked 
dumb and poorly made compared to what they used to look mm-hmm. like. I like, again, that the Hidden Immunity Idols look really poor. It's like a little pouch. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so it's so easy to kind of trip someone up. Yes. We talked about this while we watched it, but let's get Veronica's take. What did you think about her immediately oh, yes. reburying the idol? Because I thought, terrible move. Oh, terrible. It, what, did she bury it in the same place? I didn't catch that. It wasn't the same place, but it also, it was like next to a rock. It was someplace that when I immediately saw it, my gut reaction said, someone might just search there anyway. It looked like mm-hmm. a decent spot. I didn't think people buried idols. Maybe the clue or the piece of paper or, I don't know, something... But it just seemed wrong yeah. what it's, she did. It's an interesting thought because in the past, people have like reburied their idols just so that someone doesn't go digging through their stuff and they find it. Right. But I guess, yes, to your point, I ha- actually haven't thought of that, of it being buried and then refound. But then at that point, is it, I think we've had this discussion before. Probably. We what? probably have. Is Let's move on. Is Let's what? move on. Yeah. Is um. it still yours? No, right. it's not. Just like if someone is like truly gangster and goes through your bag and takes it, yeah. I think it's that's not yours then. But it's not theirs; they can't take it. But are you saying that's a production thing that they would say no, no, no? They yeah, found it. I think I don't think I'm so. Pretty sure, no, I'm very confident we had this discussion last <laughs> week. Did we look it up somewhere? But that was when somebody found it in somebody's belongings. This is because she hid it in the sand mm. in like a random spot. What if somebody finds that that's not in your belongings? I think that it would be fair game. Is it illegal yeah. in Micronesia to look in somebody's bag and take an immunity idol or something like that? It, I mean, is that a uh, is that a show rule that I, I don't, don't realize? Know. I don't know. Maybe there are show rules that they say once you find an immunity idol, it's yours until you give it to somebody. That's the only reason mm-hmm. you could lose it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Let's get into the immunity challenge very quickly. So they've had this in Aubrey season, and Jeff brings that up to mm-hmm. Aubrey, and she says it's a very hard game. And it is. They've got to swim up to the cage. They've got to um, untie this long snake, and then they got to get this snake over, back to shore, <laughs> under, and then they've got to solve a combo puzzle and then get the immunity with the rings. Um, it's a reward ch- challenge as well, and it's a choice. They either get spices and knives or fishing gear. Um, and then they start playing, and this immunity idol you guys brought out so much in different players, and I was, I liked it because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Because we see that Wendy knows actually how to swim. She yeah. swims very fast, yeah. but then on the juxt- on the, the opposite side of that, we see that Keith doesn't really know how to swim very well. We, did not we learn did, anything. We did see that in the first episode, and it did break my heart a little, because I thought Keith was very adorable. I really did like him in the first episode, because I just thought he was so genuine and just really mm-hmm. wanted to play Survivor, but clearly his swimming skills are not up to par. Not at you all. know who's really mad about his swimming skills is Reem, who basically got voted off because <laughs> one of the oh, reasons yeah. it looked like they were in a little threesome alliance, and he can't even swim uh, off of the little alliance they didn't have. I know. Uh, I know. Very weird choices for a reward, too. Who picks spices right now? Over, they don't have any food. Gear. I know, yeah. 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 Tim was like, what are they going to spice? <laughs> the sand? I was confused. Some, like, you you know, some salty coconut? And some, like, <laughs> I don't know. Salty that sounds <laughs> really good. I'm sure they have those at Trader Joe's. Um, I, so Kama wins. Um, Joe is a force to be reckoned with already. Joe's a, always a He's beast. He's a beast. He's always been a beast. And... On the flip side, we see on War Dog on Manu says that maybe Keith needs to go because of his performance in that challenge. I mean, it was atrocious, you guys. His performance in that yeah. in that challenge was pretty bad. I would also like to point out very quickly that I was disappointed in my man David doing that challenge because you know, as soon as the other team wins, you look at their code and yeah. you cheat. They didn't cover it up. They didn't spin it or whatever. You got to look at the code and cheat. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and Kama, you winds up you choosing fishing gear. So smart choice. Now back at camp. Manu has to kind of figure out who they're going to vote for. Now, Keith knows that he looked 
really bad in that yep. challenge. Um, and Lauren and Wardog are already discussing Keith. Uh, and then they tell Kelly, and Kelly thinks it's a bad idea because Keith isn't that much of a threat, which is exactly the same thought that I had. So me and Kelly are one, apparently. <laughs> um, now David wants to target Kelly. So everybody's targeting everybody here at Manu, which always happens once they find out who's going to win or lose the immunity challenge. Sure. So it's completely normal. What did you guys think of this? I actually really liked the pre-tribal discussions because of yeah. how all over the place they were. Mm-hmm. And they all had great reasons. The fact that someone like Chris wanted to keep Keith around because of his loyalty and that would, and he knows he always has another vote in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Or the fact that, what was it, War Dog was saying we should keep Kelly around because she's always going to be our shield and just there were so many good reasons of why they should vote someone out I really enjoyed it yeah same I thought it was really good discussion just like Veronica they all made sense there's really good reasons for each one of them to be voted out and I think it shows that everybody's playing the game which is what I love Mm -hmm. like everybody's not just sitting here going for the easy vote like Wendy everybody's sitting here going oh what about Kelly what about Keith what about this person what about this I love that I think that it makes Mm -hmm. the game exciting which is why this is such a great episode Yeah. yeah so getting into tribal council everybody's name is up the air right before tribal Kelly once again just a smart girl she knows something's going on she's like people are acting weird I don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. so she probably knew at that point that her name was going to get thrown out when we got into tribal who did you guys think it was going to be did you think that they were going to stick with Keith or did you think they were going to flip on Kelly I do even though I like Keith I did think that he was going to be eliminated just because I think I don't know I think that it was it was clear in his performance that the tribe would be held back. Yeah. They got me. I thought they were going to go for Kelly. I really really? did. Yeah, I thought they would. I actually think Kelly is the smarter vote if you're doing, if you're actually the tribe and Mm -hmm. strategically, you're going to be able to get Keith out. The poor kid doesn't seem really good at anything. Maybe he's really good at puzzles and and endurance type stuff we said, which, which we haven't really seen yet. He's not doing good. Poor swimmer. It's not an asset to the tribe. And I think the second vote is too early. They started talking about, well, you know, uh, if we merge right now, she Kelly would be a shield for us. Because you're not merging right, right now. No, At right best, now. you're going to do a tribe swap, and you can't guarantee she's even on your tribe to be a shield. I think you got to keep the tribe strong. Agreed. I think what I which love is, is which, sorry, I'm contradicting myself. That's not <laughs> Keith, but. I think Kelly is too strategic, and I would have taken this opportunity to get her off. And that it makes sense to try and get her off because they did have the numbers. Without Keith, they've lost some numbers, unless the next vote, everyone is unanimously Kelly. Yeah. Right. I do agree with you, Mike. Um, but I also loved how at Tribal, Kelly literally just puts it out there. Jeff asks her, why should you stay? And Kelly's like, I'm a shield. I'm also a really strong player, as mm-hmm. opposed to other players on the Tribe directly, indirectly pointing at Keith. And I thought that she made a good argument, and this just shows how good of a strategic player she is, because she knows every side of the argument to defend herself, and I liked that about her. And And Keith has some undying loyalty. I think if Keith had been saved today by whichever side, he would have been super loyal, just like I think Wendy is going to be super loyal to the people who legitimately give her a shot. Yes. Agreed. And so we see the votes. Keith is voted out. Kelly gets one vote. Wendy gets one vote. Um... What I was shocked at was Keith's reaction. Usually we have very, especially this early in the game, when nothing has been, like, atrociously wrong done to you. I know that doesn't make any sense, but you guys follow. He was very hurt by this. And he says, you think you're still going to win challenges? 
Excuse me. What? what? <laughs> they didn't win any challenges, and you were not helping you at all. Exactly. I think it's yeah. a sense of his character and what he was, what he thought he was bringing to the tribe, which was loyalty. And if you're bringing loyalty, and you say you're a very loyal person, to be hurt to be kind of blindsided like this probably did hurt him and therefore caused his reaction. Of course. It's not really a blindside, though, it's right? It's not a blindside. He knows side. he did terrible. Yes. He can't be that surprised. Maybe he was that confident in thinking yeah. he yeah. really had Maybe. the numbers. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying, That's Veronica, fair, and I agree but... with you. But then at the flip side, it's like there have been people who have been voted out that were voted out by, like, their best friend, their one alliance member. Their daughters. Yes. And they literally sit there and go, good move. Good game, you guys. Good luck. I just like it when they're a little bit more sportsmanlike about it and just show good character in that way. I get you're mad. I get you're angry. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Keith, you know you did bad. It's not like you're sitting there going, I think I did a great job. You know that you did bad. You know, in the chat, before we even started, people were... I already saw the line... Take swimming lessons ASAP. Like, yeah, we said it last episode, too. This is just stuff that you don't deserve to get a pass on. And almost in the survivor bowels, like, you deserve to be voted off if you can't swim. See, the only reason I give a slight pass on this is because I always think of someone like Jervis, who also had issues swimming. Yeah, but that was back when you still got luxury items, and at least Jervis was playing cards with everybody and stuff. Jervis was fun to be around. Keith. Right. And then, at least we didn't see a lot of fun interactions or anything with him. Right. But then it's also like a slap in the face because you're not only learning to swim because for you and the benefit of your game, but you also know that you're going to be put on a tribe. You also know that there are swimming challenges. So you know that you're going to have to contribute to your tribe. Sure. So you not being able to swim, and we saw it in this challenge tonight, is hindering your tribe from winning. Of course. So how else do you think they're going to react to you? Yeah. You deserve to get voted If up. I I'm get sorry. on Survivor and someone on my tribe can't swim, I'm Yes. Right, exactly, exactly. I, I'm completely with you, Mike. We agree. I agree with Mike tonight, too. <laughs> so then we... So then... I know, everybody agrees with Mike tonight. So we get to the decision. Keith needs to make his decision on whether or not he's going to stay or go. And that's how they end the episode with this cliffhanger. Mike was very upset. I thought... Okay, was it frustrating? Slightly. But I thought it was very smart because it still leaves the anticipation and the of what Extinction Island is because like the point that I made earlier is he going to go to the same island with Reem is he going to go to a different part of the island is this all going to be a surprise uh, that's different though <laughs> there's so many islands <laughs> so many islands <laughs> how many islands are there that's, that's a little bit different you're talking from a production and a show perspective yeah I was furious just with Keith yes if it's me again I'm singing the same tune right just like we said from Reem earlier if I get kicked off and I'm going down and there's a sign it's like if you still want a chance to be in the game I don't even know if I'm reading the other sign I'm grabbing the torch and quietly like and just like out but Mike we literally just had this conversation of Keith can't really be mad at get at getting voted off because he knows he was bad and unless he plans to really "Quote unquote train while he's on edge of extinction island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got it. You got like, it. Like he could probably think, okay, I'm not going to get any better. I should go home. Yeah, that, uh, to me that's ridiculous. Well, Mike, we know what you would do, but what do you guys think that he's going to do? I think that he will still go. I think he'll be curious. I think he's got to go. To the island, yeah. Okay. I think he's got to go or he's just going to be I mean, torn apart. At home, I mean that's that's a it's such a big thing to get on this show and to just give it up when the producers are giving you a shot. Yeah. At the very least, you got to go and be there for a night. And if Keith is like, you know what, 
And to be fair, a lot of people in the comments uh, online are saying the same thing. He's very, very young, so he's kind of acting his age a little bit. Like, cool, I get it, but he's also grown up with Survivor, so whatever. Yeah. Um, at least try it for a night. And he's like, you know what? I, I, it's true. It's I cannot do this. Yeah. It's way too hard for me, and I'm out. Then he can leave. Yeah, Come on. I agree with you guys. I honestly think that he's going to go to Extinction Island, too. I think that it's just a waste of an opportunity if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that is our review of oh, this so good. episode. Very it was good. a very good discussion, you guys. I applaud the both of you. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comment. You guys, we are going to head into God, our favorite nice. segment, our MVP segment, uh, which is how we voted in our little makeshift urn here about who we thought was our MVP of the episode. So I will read the votes. I don't remember who I put. First vote, well, you're about to find out. <laughs> first vote, you, Chris. You took a while. Mine Chris was is our first vote. Second vote, Kelly. Kelly is our second vote. Oh, now I'm going to know who I voted for. Third, <laughs> I know, third, I vote, it. third vote is David. Third vote is David. David. Alrighty, guys, who'd you vote for? I, I voted for Chris. Okay. I think, I just, I really appreciated how he took initiative to really help Keith during the challenge. Mm-hmm. And I also appreciate that he was single-handedly the person that got them pretty much back into the challenge with the tossing of the uh-huh. rings. That's yes. right. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good, good job for him. Yeah. yeah. I voted for David for the reasons I said before, because I like him going against Kelly. I think it's going to integrate him with the rest of the newbies, so he doesn't have as big a target on his back for being a returning player. Yeah. I voted for Kelly, obviously process of elimination, uh, for reasons I said during the episode. I think that she's a very smart player. She's shown that in the past seasons that she's played. She's showing in this season. I think that, you know, she knows every side of every single argument of why she should be there, and I think that if she gets to the end, she'll be able to talk a jury right to her side. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know who you vote, who you would vote for for MVP of this episode, you guys. We're going to get into our predictions. Let's get into predictions, you guys. There's a lot to predict, I feel like, based on that preview. Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Ooh, that's a new one. My headphones are really high right now. <laughs> I do have a... Jasmine Wright yes. brought up a, a good little piece of uh, news. I'm wondering if I... I'll just say it. Yeah. Um, so... I, I did see this, but Jay from, I believe it was um, Millennials versus Gen X, is actually also on an MTV show with our very own, uh, X on the Beach with our very own Morgan Millette. Oh. So Jay is on another reality TV nice. show. Cool. Nice. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, predictions? <laughs> Uh, I do I do think <laughs> Keith will choose to stay in the game, and I'm, I, I think... That they might keep them a little bit separated at mm-hmm. first because I don't know. I feel like it's so strange. Like once you've got started getting people eliminated, I feel like it's less. You know, you start to have people to hang out with. The loneliness won't get to you. It kind of loses the whole like at the edge of your um, wits kind of thing. Yeah. We started with eighteen, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. My prediction is Keith will stay. First of all, my prediction is everybody voted off is going to go to Edge of Extinction Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. I predict that when we hit six, boop, three tribes. Oh. And, and we start over, kind of, but probably more rapid, like three tribal councils an episode to knock it down to the right number. Yeah. Like so that. you're thinking they're going to do what they did in Pearl Islands and bring back a tribe of misfits, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, that's a that. good, yeah. I, lo- I do love that prediction. I and those people are going to be strong because right. they all have something in common. They're all fighting back with each other. That's and cool. they're all coming back mm-hmm. with a vengeance. Yeah. I agree with you. Those are good predictions, you guys. Let us know your predictions, everybody. I wanted to keep you guys posted on our fantasy draft because it's one of our favorite parts of the, of the entire season. Since there is three of us, we're going to do our fantasy draft 
at 15, which is next week, or probably the beginning of the week before that, before we find out who goes home to drop it down to 14. Uh, so we each have five. But if they're all on edge of Extinction Island, don't we get to count them? Yes, but we will... Oh, this is new rules. We're going to have to figure it out, you guys, but we will be doing our fantasy draft for the remaining players that haven't been voted out. And maybe we'll do a separate fantasy draft for the people that are already on Extinction Island. Edge of Extinction draft. Yes, to see who is coming back or who we think would come back. This is my first Survivor fantasy draft. That's right, because you were late last I got some default people. Sheena kept up with it for me online here. I got some default people. All right, well, don't let us know. I mean, you know, we'll we'll see you guys. Let us know what your fantasy draft would be in the chat, you guys. That has been our review of season 38 episode 2 one of us is going to win the war where can our lovely fans find you guys yeah everyone I'm Veronica Valencia you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me Veronica underscore V and guys you can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling guys you can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike we will be back next week same day same time see you guys next week choose extinction <laughs> I really like Calendar Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 